Welcome to Studio RC, your daily encouragement for your recovery and for your faith. My name is Pastor Max, and I am an alcoholic, and I am also a person of faith. I'm sober today only by the grace of God and the program as it is laid out in the, uh, in the fellowship of the 12-step program. So I thank you for coming. Today we're going to talk about no reservations. Um, if you want to succeed in your recovery, if, if you want to make sure you have long-term success, you can't have a back door. You have to um, have no reservations that going back will make any sense. So let me jump right into our recovery literature um, and we're going to look at some recovery literature as well as some scripture um, to kind of bring home the point about no reservation. This comes from the big book in AA on page 33. We've seen the truth again and again. Once an alcoholic or drug addict, always an alcoholic slash drug addict. If we are planning to stop, stop drinking, stop using, there must be no reservation whatsoever, nor any lurking notion that someday we'll be immune to alcohol uh, because or drugs. That's just not the case. Um, I need never fool myself by recalling my sometimes differing drinking or using patterns or by believing I'm cured. We can look back and they be like, well, you know, I stayed sober for a couple days. I was clean for a couple days. So clearly I don't have a problem. Um, we, we lull ourselves into sleep thinking, well, maybe, maybe I don't have an issue. But um, that's just not the case. Now, if sobriety is God's gift to, to us, then maybe our sober or clean life can be our gift to God. Um, the truth is, I hope that God can be as happy with uh, his gift to us as we are uh, with, to him. So, um, no reservations. Another passage from uh, the, the big book, from page 152. Sometimes we get to the point where we cannot picture life without drugs or alcohol. We just, we can't even see it. Someday we'll get to the point where we'll be able to imagine life either with alcohol or without it. We're in that, that in between. Then we will know loneliness, loneliness such as few do. We'll be, out, we'll be at the quote jumping off place and we'll wish for an end. We'll get to a point where we can't imagine ever stopping like it's even possible. But we'll also, we can't imagine going on anymore, summoning the energy to get drunk or high one more time, finding the money, coming up with the lies, doing the activity of doing, the energy that it takes. We, and so we're in that in-between of, uh, if I keep drinking, I'm going to die. If I, if I don't stop using, I'm go it's going to kill me. So like, it's, you know, only an alcoholic or addict can really understand that kind of thought process. Um, but the bottom produces a total acceptance of our drug addiction and alcoholism with no reservation whatsoever. And that's when we have absolute, uh, we see the absolute essential need for recovery is when we get to that bottom and we know that we need something to help us. Now, one of the truths that we need to embrace, especially if we're gonna have no reservations, is that today I am an alcoholic and or drug addict. And tomorrow, it's going to be no different. My alcoholism and drug addiction, 
It lives with me now and forever. It's just part of, you know, the, the, the fabric of who I am. Um, and we're not playing a game in which a loss is a temporary setback. If we lose at the game of recovery, we could die. It's that simple. We see people dying all around us um, based on drug addiction and alcoholism. Um, we're dealing with a disease for which there is no cure, only acceptance and vigilance. Now, I want to just touch on this for a moment that I've talked with some people of faith who say, you know, when I read the Bible, it talks about, you know, being drunkenness is a sin. So if this is a sin issue, then it's like I, a sin or a moral issue, I'm bad and I need to be, be you know, be good. Um, and this whole allergy or disease approach seems contrary. If the Bible calls drunkenness a sin, isn't all of this a sin? And don't I just, I need the power over sin rather than the power over alcohol. But the allergy or disease approach can coexist with that understanding because when we have, we have an understanding that our, the first drink that we take, the allergy sets in, that craving sets in. There, there's a, a physiological change that happens when we have that first drink or that first pop. Like there's no off button at that point. Now, I don't know where the line is when drunkenness happens or doesn't happen. But for an addict or an alcoholic, it's the first. It's not the sixth or the seventh. Because we know that the first, after the first, we can't stop. We don't drink or use like other people. We, we use, when we start, we don't stop. And so with that understanding of a disease, we are sick and need to become well. And when that sickness, when that progresses to, quote, drunkenness and turns into a sin, I don't know what that line is, but we can understand it's the first one that really gets us going. That's the one that eventually leads to drunkenness or highness. And that's, that's the one that we can't stop from. And so that, that allergy can coexist with the understanding of also, you know, where is the sin? Now, our behaviors, our, our addiction has caused us uh, for our behaviors that we have sinned or, or done wrong, which is we, we sometimes list that in the fourth step and share it in the fifth with a sponsor with God. And then we really look at it in the eighth step where we have to make amends and get ready to make those amends in the ninth step. So there, there's a process to take care of that. So we don't say that we haven't behaved badly, but the, the question isn't, are we bad who, people who need to be good? Like bad is drunk, sober is good. We're really, we need to keep the mindset that we're sick and we want to become well. And with the allergy or disease understanding or approach, we take this and it's a spiritual solution. It's a solution that is much broader than just the physical taking out um, the alcohol or drugs. So I say that. So in dealing with a disease, um, that first one is, is what kicks that disease off. So if we're without reservation, one of the things that while practicing service to others, which is key in sharing the message, and that's key to keeping what we have is by sharing it to others. Um, what we've been given joyfully with love, we want to pass on without reservations. We want to have no reservations about our addiction and our about being clean and sober, but we also want to pass on what we've learned, what we've ex experienced. Uh, without any reservations either, without exception. When someone needs help, we want to be there to help them and assist them. For the truth is, as we grow, we, we find that no matter how much 
I give with love. I receive so much more in the spirit and receive so much more back. And so that's, that's again, the beauty of service and how this works. So let me share with you our scripture today. And it comes from Proverbs. It's Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6. I like to call Proverbs biblical bumper stickers. There's usually a lot of wisdom in just one or two verses. And usually you could probably put them on a bumper sticker, put them on the back of your car, um, and it would would make sense. So today's Proverbs uh, 3 verses 5 and 6, and again in regards to how it relates to no reservation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Our understanding, our thought process got us here. In all our ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. It tells us in how it works. Rarely have we seen a person fail who's thoroughly followed our path. So God will make our paths straight. That path that leads to success, God will make that straight. And so, um, One of the things I want to encourage you, we want to get rid of any reservations, any reasons that we could justify why we would drink or pick up. Um, If, if, you know, my relationship fell apart, if my spouse died, if I got sick, if my parents died, if a child died, if I went bankrupt, if I lost my job, we might, we may have this, like this reservation. Well, if this happened, that could justify picking up and getting higher drinking. And we need to get rid of those reservations. We need to, to embrace the truth and the fact that, that we have this issue of addiction and that, that there's nothing that will take that away. I'm gonna grab a passage from, and this is one of my favorite passages, and it's from uh, the big book, again, more about alcoholism, but again, th- this talks so much about what it means to have no reservations. Um, if we're a real alcoholic, a real drug addict, um, our body, we're body and mentally different than those who are not. Our careers have been characterized by countless vain attempts to prove we could drink or use like other people. The idea that somehow, someday, we will control and enjoy our drinking or using is the great obsession of every abnormal drinker or user. When we're abnormal, we're not normal, um, we seek, we have this obsession to control it. We've learned that we have to fully concede to our innermost self that we are alcoholic or we are drug addicts. The delusion has to be smashed. No reservations. We are men and women who have lost the ability to control, control our drinking, control our drug use. We know that no real alcoholic, no real drug addict ever recovers control. All of us have felt at times we were regaining control, but such intervals, usually brief, were inevitably followed by still less control which led in time to pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization, shame and guilt. And why am I here again? We were in the grips of a progressive illness. It always got worse over any considerable period. We got worse, never better, even in those little interims of not using. We are like people who have lost their legs. They never grow new ones. I love that passage 
Um, and I, I probably return to it again. I might have even already shared it before. But that lays it out of how we have, have to have no reservations in regards to our addiction and our alcoholism. And I want to just close with this, this story. And I, I love this story. And um, Cortez, the, the great explorer Cortez, arrives on this the New World. He's gotten to the New World. He has several ships hundreds of people, I think six or 700 people that have come on this journey with him. And he gets to the beaches and everyone gets off the boat and they have this, this expanse of beauty, a beautiful vegetation in front of them. And they, they want to then go explore. But many of the people are thinking, I'd rather go back on the boat. You know, the smelly boat, the cramped boat, the, the boat that wasn't particularly comfortable. I'd rather go there because I know that boat. And, um, so Cortez recognized the resistance. And so he told his generals, I need you to sink all the ships, burn the ships down because we are not going back. And so, so all these people, there was no back door. There was no, uh, what's the alternative? There, there, they couldn't have a reservation because it was gone. We want to do the same thing in our pursuit of recovery. We want to get rid of any ships that are behind us that we think that maybe we could board just in case. Those smelly ships, those uncomfortable ships, those overcrowded ships. We think, well, maybe it'd be better back on that ship. We need to, whatever those ships are in your life, whatever that reservation is, we want to get rid of it. We want to burn those ships. We want to, to sink those ships so that you know without a shadow of a doubt, you have no reservation. There's no plan B. There is only going forward with recovery. And that's, that is the hope. And that is um, that kind of attitude will help you as, it, as you progress through the program, through the steps, and find recovery. And find a connection with God in a way that brings about that spiritual awakening it talks about in the 12th step. Having no reservation is key in the same way of having willingness. Willingness allows us, when we're willing to just try this process, it allows us to get rid of some of those reservations that we may be having. So may you be encouraged today and know that, that God is with you, God loves you. Have no reservations. Go all in on this process and see what your higher power, what God can do through recovery and your faith. May God bless you and just keep you until then. Thanks so much for, vi for visiting Studio RC and Recovery Church. Remember, 12 steps, one goal. God bless.